Heaven and hell can change places very quickly. Heaven and hell can change places very quickly. That's going to be the subject of this podcast. And what, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that there are many times in life when you can think that everything is going well, that things are great, that you're in some sort of secular heaven, and then all of a sudden the ice melts right underneath your feet and you find yourself falling through it. The rug gets pulled right out from under you and all of a sudden what seemed like heaven now takes on the aspect of hell. And I really think that we should think about that because so many people out there, all of us probably at one time or another, think that things are great and they're going to stay that way. But in life, we know that it really doesn't work out that way. Whenever someone has enjoyed a long string of good luck, the laws of fate and fortune always say that a price for that is going to be paid. Sooner or later, your your luck is going to run out. And the universe has a way of balancing out. So while you may have enjoyed an extended run of good fortune, that's going to be balanced out by an extended run of bad fortune. And I wish it wasn't that way. But as you go through life, I think you'll find out that there's a lot of truth to this. A lot of truth. Heaven and hell can change places very, very quickly. There are people out there who have seem to have everything. They've got money, they've got a nice family, they've got a nice house, a nice job. And then all of a sudden, one day something happens. And then maybe something follows from that original happening. And then something follows from that. And pretty soon, this person who seemed to have everything is suddenly trapped in a downward spiral. And then the person finds themselves hitting rock bottom in hell. And these things really do happen in life. And I think that that's something that we really should reflect on. It's also possible, although it doesn't seem in my experience to be something that is observed very often, that someone can be in hell and then suddenly his good luck, his good fortune can change for the better. And he pulls himself out of it. He claws his way out of the abyss. And then he finds himself in some sort of new type of situation, a, a type of situation where he learns to appreciate what he has and not to take things uh, as given. He learns to become more appreciative of the the humbler things in life. For some reason, though, you, you hear about these types of stories anecdotally, but in practice, it doesn't seem to happen very often. I think it does happen most often in situations where someone was battling some sort of drug abuse or something like that, and they get themselves out of it, clean up their act, and go on to bigger and better things. And that does happen. It does happen. But... It seems to me that the stories that garner our attention the most are the stories where someone takes a huge fall. Someone takes a huge fall. They seem to have everything and all of a sudden they find out they have very little. Okay, so you might say, well, okay, so what? 
so what? We that that happens, okay? The bad things happen. Uh, people take a fall from glory, and they get a brutal uh, body check uh, in that regard. So what? Well, the reason why I'm doing I'm talking about this in this podcast is because I think there's about five lessons that we can draw from this this um, this reality that that heaven and hell can change places. So I'm going to go through the implications of this. Because if we believe, if we truly believe that heaven and hell can change places very quickly, which is true, then these, I think, are the conclusions and the lessons we have to take away from that. And the first one is, you have to appreciate what you have. You have to appreciate what you have. Don't take what you have for granted. I can't stress this enough. And I know you've heard it a thousand times before. I know it's something you've already heard before. I don't need to be told that. But this is one of those truisms that bears repeating all the time. We all have to say it to ourselves because we forget it all the time. You wouldn't need to repeat it if you didn't forget it. So that's the first lesson, I think, that we have to conclude from the reality that heaven and hell can change places. The second one is, I think, something a little bit more profound, a little bit more subtle. And that is, we have to realize that we're only renters here in this life. We're only transitory occupants of this life. We yes, we own things. We own things, and we hope to bequeath and maybe bequeath those things to our our uh, answer, uh, to uh, uh, our uh, progeny, say our sons or daughters or other relatives or whatever. But when you consider how short and brief our time is on this earth, it's hard not to conclude that this whole idea of ownership is in many ways an illusion. I mean, yeah, we own things, but when you consider how fast time goes by, and you will notice this, you'll wake up one day and say, geez, where did 10 years go? Where did 20 years go? You'll realize that the things, these things that you covet, these things that you think you possess, really, you're, you're really pretty much just a caretaker, really. And I think that that prompts the realization that we shouldn't place too much value on these things. I mean, you know, again, I'm not saying we should take this too far. You know, I'm saying you should uh, get rid of all your possessions and ride a bike for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that you have to have a, kind of a, a neutral detachment from the physical possessions that you have. You can't, you know, stroke them and, and covet them and fuss over them too much. You have to realize that you're a caretaker. You're like a, you're like a curator of a museum, or you're a zookeeper, and you're there to keep the animals healthy and happy. Or you, as a museum curator, you are there to keep the exhibits in good repair and in good condition. All right. So the third thing, the third conclusion, I think, is, is we should have compassion for those who are less fortunate. You know, if if we know that heaven and hell can change places very, very quickly. That causes us to understand that we could be the guy in hell. You know, you should always say to yourself, always say, always say to yourself, 
There, but for the grace of God, go I. That could be me. That could have been me. And it could have been you. It could be you. And whenever you see someone who's less fortunate, a chill should come over you. You should say to yourself, wow, you know, that might have been me. Maybe just but for a few bad turns and bad twists, and I could have been in that situation. So we should never think of ourselves too superior to others. We should never think that way because we could be the down and outer. We could be the one in a bad situation and we should never gloat. You should never rub someone's nose in your good fortune. You should never rub other people's noses in, in the things that you have or the things you enjoy because it's cruel and you'll pay a price for that. Fate will punish you for your cruelty, for your arrogance. So don't do that. Don't ever do that. Have compassion for those who have fallen on hard times. Now, the fourth thing is going to be tied to these previous th uh, three, and that is don't put too much faith in the permanence of things. Things have a tendency to seem permanent. And when you're going through good times, there's a tendency to think that they're always going to last forever. They're always going to be there. There's always going to be a fresh bowl of, uh, you know, whatever, snacks available to you. There's always going to be wine in the, uh, in, the, in the wine cellar. There's always going to be beer in the keg. The cupboard is always going to be full. And it just ain't so. Because things are not as permanent as they appear. What seemed so permanent with the passage of time can appear, appear so, so transitory. And this is a, a lesson, this is an appreciation that you don't really get until you have a, a number of decades behind you. You really have to be, I think, uh, you know, have to be in advanced, I don't want to say advanced age, but definitely over 30. You've got to be preferably 40 or 50 to really appreciate this because things have a way of coming and going. And when things are good, there's a tendency to think that they're always going to be good. On the other hand, you know, the converse of that is that, you know, the worm can turn also for a person who has fallen on bad times. So you have to stay with it. That's why you have to stick with it. You have to keep fighting. Because even if you're in, in a pile of shit, if you're in hell, there's a way to fight your way out of it. And you can do it. It's not easy, but you can do it. And you have to know that if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, if you keep persevering, if you keep fighting, if you keep staying in the game, if you stay in the game, sooner or later, your luck will change, most likely. Sooner or later, your luck will change. All right. And the final and fifth th conclusion, I think, we can draw from this, these lessons is that there are limits to what we can control. There are limits to what we can control. If it is true, and I think it is, that heaven and hell can change places very quickly, then we should realize and understand that we can't control everything. No matter how fanatically we try to impose our will on events, they are always going to take on a life of their own. And there's only so much you can do. And it's like um, uh, von Clausewitz said in his uh, treatise on war. Just because the aims, he said, just because the aims of war are, are easy to state, 
just because they're, uh, you know, simple to state, doesn't mean that they're easy to carry out in practice. Okay, the aims, the objectives in war are usually very easy to state, but that doesn't mean that they're easy to, to, to carry out. You know, there's limits to what we can do. There are all these other intervening factors that will act upon our will, that will deflect us and grind us down uh, with the force of friction. So we have to understand and we have to appreciate that there are limits to what we can control. And, um, you know, some of it is just in the hands of fate. Now, again, that doesn't mean that you should just adopt a fatalistic attitude and not try to make efforts. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that within that boundary of efforts, there are limits. There are, there are limits. But you're never going to know what those limits are until you try. So you doesn't, it doesn't give you the excuse to cop out and to just uh, drop your pack. So those are the five conclusions I think we can draw from this, this uh, observation that we're making tonight, which is that heaven and, heaven and hell can change places very, very quickly. All right, that'll be all for now. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.